Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Psychology Simplified, the podcast that aims at making psychology understood and applied by one and all. I'm your host Rajvi Arora and the topic for today's episode is to do or not to do. Today, September 10th is observed as the World Suicide Prevention Day with an aim to raise awareness and curb such sad incidents from being repeated. Can you imagine that every 40th second a person commits suicide on this planet, which results in 8 lakh deaths per annum? What a waste of human life. Evidence suggests that the highest suicide rate is amongst people who are 65 years and above, although even amongst young adults it has tripled during the past half century. However, it is tragic that numerous individuals are faced with such a pertinent question to do or not to do suicide. So now let us understand what could be the probable causes which push a person to take such an extreme step. When one feels awfully sad, hopeless, depressed, anxious, they may get ideas for suicide which is a psychological problem. As per the interpersonal psychological theory of suicidal behavior, suicidal thoughts emerge when a person thinks that they are a burden on others or they are dissatisfied with their life due to the lack of being, uh, the lack of belongingness. Further, when one has been suffering from serious medical and mental health issues such as AIDS, cancer, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, dissociation, PTSD, eating disorders and body image issues, the likelihood of such tendencies increases. In addition, a family history of violence, child abuse, impulsiveness, loneliness or major stressors like discrimination, bullying, loss of love, job or family support, drug or alcohol abuse, legal or financial problems and very recently the impact of COVID-19 can lead to the exposure to attempted suicide. Another model which supports the view that feeling of defeat and sense of being cornered or trapped are major drivers as per integrated motivational volitional model which we also refer to as IMV. Has it ever crossed your mind that which gender is more prone to suicides? It is four times more amongst males, those that are stereotyped as strong and muscular by the society. Shocked, aren't you? So how does it all begin in the first place? Certain suicidal thoughts which uh, cross the mind could be my loved ones would be better off without me. I want my loved ones to know how bad I'm feeling. I want my loved ones to know how bad they've made me feel. I have betrayed my loved ones. I want to escape my suffering. I have no other options. I'm a horrible person and don't deserve to live. Have you ever heard someone speak such words to you and then say, oh, I was just joking or I didn't actually mean it just to cover it up? That should raise the alarm signal because once the thought has been planted, sooner or later it may result in self-harm, which is also referred to as parasuicide in psychology. It could be probable first step to end life. I would say never take that lightly. So, what could possibly be the way out or the solution? Psychotherapy can prove to be beneficial which considers hopelessness as a major reason for suicide. 
very high level of care through hospitalization and counseling is recommended for bringing the life back on track thirdly psychotropic or psychoactive medications clubbed with therapy may also work wonders to restore the balance such a crisis can also be prevented by make the uh, by making the distressed person practice positive affirmations rethink the purpose of their life or by making them call a helpline where the anonymity would be assured and they would be embalmed by empathy and hope to live is it just the person with suicidal tendencies who suffers or are others too adversely affected undoubtedly the main brunt is borne by the aggrieved person but the near and dear ones like their spouse siblings children friends and colleagues are certainly impacted in their own way for this reason the coping mechanism after an incident of suicide can vary from person to person a number of people may cry others may show their anger by breaking objects and a few may just be quiet and non-reactive and some may simply go numb and wallow internally so it would be harsh to pass a judgment on anyone that they have not even shed a tear on the loss of the life and brand them as insensitive maybe we cannot relate with them so we are unable to understand their method of coping to summarize i would put you on guard to be alert when you hear and identify any possible triggers as discussed by me be sure to help them with immediate effect without taking the situation or a person lightly first and foremost ensure that they have moved to a safe location that is in the company of caring friends or family rather than being alone secondly be proactive or contact emergency services or hotlines or even mental health professionals without a hitch similarly you may encourage the person to share or discuss the issues that are troubling them so that the venom is out of their system this would certainly make them feel better and lighter additionally treat them with kindness and make them feel wanted and valuable to you and many others however never make the person who has attempted suicide feel guilty because it is never the fault of the person who initiates such a drastic step nor is it completely the fault of others around them <clears throat> it could be a combination of many factors and circumstances so the blame game will only lead to more hurt and loss now we have reached the end of this episode thank you for listening to psychology simplified and for being such wonderful listeners take care of yourself and others around you stay safe bye bye toodles <laughs>